something episode 12. What would I be hiding? Greetings and welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories project. This is our live play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path for the first edition of Pathfinder from Paizo Publishing. I am, as always, your host and game master, Aaron, and with me today are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello. 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 Hi. When last we saw our heroes, they were leaving the Outward Inn where they had gone to have a private conversation with Anton and Luther. As they were leaving the inn, they came across a couple who had been attacked by a group of Sturges. After fighting the Sturges off, the party had planned to continue on to the vandalized memorial. We will get some background sound effects playing, provided as always by our friends at Tabletop Audio, as we rejoin our party, who are still standing just outside of the Outward Inn. So, heroes... um, you have all, you know, checked each other for wounds. Nobody seems to be too badly injured. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like Alyrus has contracted any horrible diseases from the Sturges. <laughs> not any horrible ones. Maybe a few minor ones, but not any horrible ones. <laughs> well, she's not showing any signs of illness yet. Right, well, most illnesses you don't have the effect instantly. True. Yet? <laughs> like, if it can cast Contagion, I will be very surprised. Other than that, I don't think I know an illness that takes effect like that. Is there anything else that you guys wish to do uh, before you leave the inn and head on over towards the memorial? Not really, not ready to go. He's just checking everyone for wounds, like, rather roughly. He, he doesn't really have any sense of care he just kind of yanks everyone around like show me your arm no show me your arm <laughs> the only one of you who had been actually hit by the sturge was uh was uh Alirus. uh you guys will make your way away from the outward inn the memorial is down on the south end of the town let me go ahead and pull up the map real fast you'll go through the uh, center of town you know through the town square Following the path, you'll actually go past Laura Moore's house, and then you'll have to kind of basically cut across some fields or follow the road all the way to the river and walk along the edge of the riverbank to get to the memorial. Mm. Uh, as you guys are walking, why doesn't everyone give me a perception chest? Because we don't want to. We're dead. <laughs> wow, thank you, Azafa. You are carrying us. Oh, yeah. I, I got a net 20. <laughs> For a total of? Of 26. Okay. Reception. <laughs> I'm that on the one. other end of the scale with a natural one. <laughs> about 22. Okay. And Alira? What? I rolled, I think, a 5 for a 10. Okay. So, again, Azatha is the most perceptive one as you guys are actually walking through the town. You notice that as you are making your way through the town, uh, more towards the southern part of it, so you're starting to head out, you see a group of children, um, five little girls, 
who are all doing a uh, a rope skipping game at the side of the road. And they are the way they switch up like who is skipping and who is holding the ropes. It's obvious that they play this game a lot and you know it's very well choreographed. It's very well timed. As you get closer to them, you can tell that the 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 song they're singing as they're skipping is kind of in a minor key. It's a little low, a little disturbing. Uh, do any uh -oh. of you speak Verisian? No, uh, I don't. I'm in Terran Druidic. I'd argue I probably should if I was hanging out in Verisia, but. Mm -hmm. Well, not if you didn't take points in the language. I mean, you can get by with just common. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Although, it's still possible I might have heard the song from the gnome tribe I was with. Mm. What about Anton and Luther? What about them? Are they still here? Yeah, they're with you guys. Do they speak it? Uh, do you ask them? Um, yeah, so... I, I, I imagine Eklund would ask Anton, because he looks to be a bit sort of, you know, like, not as <laughs> athletically inclined as Luther. <laughs> Anton will kind of nod and say, ah, yes, I, I speak Verisian. Why do you ask? He goes, do you understand what they're saying? I mean, it's, it's just a verse-skipping song, but um, let's see. And he starts, you know, about a half a verse behind where the girls are, you know, he's, as he's translating. Watch the blood come out the pipe, feeds the sturge so nice and ripe. Drops of red, so sparkly bright, splatters spell her name just right. With a hammer, killed his wife, now he wants to claim your life. Trixie father tells a lie, listen close or you will die. Put her body on the bed, take a knife and lop her head. And then they repeat the song again. <laughs> as as oh. Azala's oh. eyes grow wide, and it's like... I, 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 I feel like, um, this, uh, is it like an old, like, folklore, um, song, or? Because it seems oddly coincidental. Um, I mean, who are you asking? <laughs> or are you just Oh, oh, wondering? I'm, I'm asking, um, I think it was Anton that, that was translated. translated it. He yeah, just, whoever was says, translating it. I've never heard it before. Hmm, um, I I feel like we should check on Kendra soon. Also, Eklund reaches into his pocket where he keeps the crystals that he cries. Like, uh -huh. I mean, he can sell them and stuff, but you notice him pull them out and roll them around in his hand in this practiced motion. Like, that's what he does when he's nervous. He literally rolls his own tears in his hands. Okay. Oh. I'm gonna detect undead. You're gonna detect undead? Yeah. Okay. Where? Look, I know... Uh, like aimed at the children? Yeah, but discreetly? Can I do that? Sure, why don't you roll me... Let's say... Stealth, because you're basically trying to make it so that the children don't notice what you're doing from... Basically the other side of the street. And if not, I have an attempt to cover. Okay. I have no idea how this is going to work. Alright. But I have an attempt to cover. Alright, well, why don't you roll the stealth first? Natural one gonna break something <laughs> oh no um all right so you start casting your spell um and as you do the the little girls kind of fall silent and start and stare at all of you oh no i'm definitely finishing the spell screw discreetness okay 
You do not detect any undead auras looking over at the children. I kind of give them a side eye and start walking a little bit faster. <laughs> like, I, I don't like those kids. Okay, so you're walking away from the kids, continuing on out of town? Yeah. Okay. Eklund just kind of gives them one last confused stare before he walks away, uh, hanging in the back of the group. I think that's where they were with Anton and Luther. Okay. How long does the tech thunder last? I don't know, it's a fair, fair while, I think. Up to one per level. Duration, as long as you can concentrate on it for up to one minute per level. So, two minutes. Mm-hmm. What level of spell is that? It's a first level spell, but it's uh, based on caster levels, how long it lasts. So, she's a second level caster, so it lasts for two minutes. Get around, just make sure there's nothing. Okay. Um, as you kind of sweep... Also, I have a question. What's the question? I have a ghost. I'm haunted. Yes. Your ghost does not show up to detect undead. Right. But as you sweep it past you, you know, sweep it in kind of a circle around you, you actually get a partial... Like, there's a faint undead aura around Anton. Don't look back at Anton. Oh, no. Because, oh. like, you know, it's kind of like you're, you're like, scroll. Like, you know, you're, like, looking around and, like, you know, look, look, look. Oh, hey, an undead oh. aura. Wait. I bet he has, like, a necromancy scroll or something on him. He seems to fight with scrolls a lot. The difference between undead and necromancy. Yeah, but if he has, like, a scroll of Animate Dad or something, I mean, what? he, he shouldn't. That's really powerful, but... But, so, uh, Eklund catches up and asks Talia what's wrong, because he recognizes her change in expression, but he doesn't cast that spell, so... Well, I'm also assuming that her eyes glow a little with the cone? I mean, probably not. Although, I'm going to make a quick roll for Anton. He knows what spell she cast. He does. Yeah, Anton uh, makes a quick spellcraft roll, and he just kind of looks at you with kind of a questioning look in his eye, like, are we going to make an issue of this? Uh, how? Hmm. That's what she says to him. Just, how? Uh, a affliction since my birth. Your Allow friend me? here just uh, cast a spell to detect the presence of the undead and notice that there is a bit of an undead aura around me. Oh. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, goes, I cry rocks. I mean, it can't be the weirdest thing in the party. No, I'm just, I'm confused. You don't normally get a partial undead. You're normally either alive, dead, or undead. Well, I assure you, I am very much alive, and I am not undead, but... This is perhaps not the best time to discuss this. Uh, all right, I'm just confused. Can I religion this? I will allow you to make a knowledge religion check. Hey, I, in theory, am good at this, but we've seen how I rolled so far. I mean, you're I've so far twice. rolled twice and have gotten a natural one each time, so. Good luck. That's better. Good roll. So I rolled a 16, I think, yeah, 16 for a total of 22. Okay. Because he actually specified since birth, you remember reading something about vampires, who are people who are born with vampiric blood in them. I knew it! I knew! He, uh, I knew! Uh. <laughs> Bucket had his code word for 
a certain character in a certain well-liked series. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say like. Don't want to get bashed on Discord for hating it. So yes, Dampiers are mostly living, but they are uh, basically the case where there was a pregnant woman who was bitten by a vampire, or in some cases, perhaps even a vampire had enough life force to conceive a child with a living woman. Dampiers do live and die like other mortals. They do have long lives similar to elves, however. Oh, wow. The main thing that you would know is that their partially undead nature gives them a resistance to the uh, energy-draining abilities of undead. They are susceptible to bright light, and they have a strange affinity with positive and negative energy in that it acts like the opposite for them. So if someone were to try to use positive energy to heal a dampier, it would actually hurt them. So I see her kind of, like, look, recall something, and then just, okay, I'll make sure not to heal you. You'll be fine. I assume you have your own ways of healing yourself. He nods. Then you have nothing to worry about. As she continues on going towards this place. Okay. I'm just looking at him with this confusing expression on his face. I'll be happy to explain it all when, again, like I said, when we are not in public. Not confused, like confusing. Like, it's not an expression you've seen on his face for, before. Okay. So in any case, you will continue on out of town. Uh, like I said, you do walk, you will walk past uh, Kendra's house if you want to. You'll walk past it no matter what. If you want to stop, you could. Although if you would like to get to the memorial before it's full dark, then you probably shouldn't. <laughs> do you guys want to stop or are you just going to go straight out to the memorial? Azatha would, like, kind of nervously glance towards the house, um, but she would not stop. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably just follow what everyone else does. Same. You all make your way over to the memorial, and, um, you should see yourselves in the upper right corner of the map. Yep. Oh, there I am. I'm getting an odd sense of premonition that in the next 20 minutes we are going to hear the fateful words, roll for initiative. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I would go up to Eklund and say, hey, let's roll for initiative. <laughs> You're at the memorial, and as you approach it, you can see that there is still a bloody letter V written up on top of the statue. Can I cast light on my holy symbol? You absolutely can. So that's less dark? Sure. What does V mean? Victory. That looks like a Y, but alright. Look, I had to hand draw that. Be nice to your GM. Yeah, we don't want to die. Let's just not make him mad. <laughs> um, I would go up and, and investigate the blood. Okay. Yeah. So should I roll for, like, investigation or whatever? One's kind of standing halfway between Talia and the rest of the group behind, because he he doesn't really know what to do. Why are you laughing? I love how you say it, and as I move, you just pause. <laughs> to investigate, I guess it would just be a perception check, uh, unless you have, like, survival, or if you have, like, scent, or oh. some sort of spell that you would like to cast. Uh, yeah. It's really just going to be a perception check. Yeah. Wait, that's the wrong survival. Ooh, I rolled a natural one for a seven. Azatha, you are quite certain that it is a statue, and <laughs> that is blood. That's yes. You are quite certain of that. 
I rolled technically I rolled a 12 for survival, but I clicked survival tracking first, but I have the same bonus. Can I just Yes, I will allow you to use the the first roll. I got a 27. Okay. As you get closer, you know, from the smell of the blood, you're fairly sure it uh, belonged to some sort of rodent. Ew. Stabbed. Rat. <laughs> and it looks like it was probably painted painted by hand. Well, so that that's okay. blood, all right. Why? I'm just kind of, I'm coming a bit closer, but I'm still pretty wary, and I'm giving it this, like, eh, sort of a look. Uh-huh. Uh, Luther will also make a survival check, and he doesn't have much else to say beyond that. And Anton will just kind of stroll up and say, so, uh, what did we want to accomplish by checking out the memorial exactly? Possibly people could have, like, left tracks or a trace of where they went after they committed this crime. Eklund goes, what is this a memorial for again? I was drunk when we were discussing it. For the people who died, like, the guards in the warden who died in the fire for the prison. Okay, but that was, a, like, a million years ago. Why would anyone bother defacing this? I mean, it was 50 years ago, but... And that's why it's a big problem. Hmm. <laughs> goes, I've been living in the woods my entire life. Please. But he's, like, <laughs> basically, he's just, like, he's kind of hiding the fact that he totally bungled that up because he was drunk during the whole conversation. He's, like, trying to bluff his way out of it. Hmm. <laughs> Oh no, I can tell. Well, it seems to me that, unless it is a great coincidence, if the professor died investigating the prison, and now there's something happening involving a statue that is a memorial to the people who died at the prison. Don't say it. No. Don't say what? That we should go investigate the prison. Well, not immediately, but I, I would be very surprised if these two things aren't completely unrelated. Mm. Uh, I hate to admit that you're right. Is there, like, a different check um, that I can do to, like, see if there were any, like, tracks left behind, or...? So, to look for tracks, that would absolutely be survival. Which I do not have. Eklund has a bonus to survival for tracking. So, Eklund could track, so could Luther, so could Silver. So I'm like, um, hey Eklund, uh, you lived in the woods for a while, can you, like, see if anybody, um, left this place? You know how to look for stuff, right? <laughs> oh, that would be a 12, that would be a 12 for an adjusted 20 on survival tracking. Um, so, there's enough, uh, an impression in the ground that you do see footprints that you think you might be able to follow back. Um, especially if Anton and Silver, or not Anton, if Luther and Silver were to help you, you could, you're you pretty certain you could. Okay. If that is what you guys want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the tracks lead back to the north, kind of following the edge of the river, and as you get uh, up to the first farmhouse, they... They, they, they go away from the edge of the river, and they go to a woodshed by that farmhouse. Are we all, like, going there now, or it's just, like, Eklund seeing where it is, or... Because if he, he he's, like, telling us where it is, then I am definitely following those. 
I'm I was assuming that you guys were were following the tracks with uh, Eklund, Luther, and Silver taking the lead. Oh yeah. Can I do like another perception to like peek in the windows or something of this place? Sure. All right, I'll do that. Although, do you want to try to do that discreetly? Oh yes, I definitely want to be stealthy about that. Encourage <laughs> us to not do this. Well, we don't have any other leads, and we like need to figure out what done this. Not like we. Yes, really... I understand. I understand, but the sheriff is already suspicious of us. Well, good point. Catch but... doing this. Well, he's not going to believe us. I will say that the tracks don't lead directly to the house. They actually lead over to basically a shed, a, a, you know, a, a pile of wood. Oh, a pile of wood, not a I'm shed. I check it out. Right. Yeah, I'm checking that out. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Eleven. Uh, you just find a bunch of wood. Hmm. Twenty-three. Uh, Eklin, as you're looking under the wood, though, you find a water skin that appears to be filled with blood. Oh. And a blood-stained war razor. Um, Eklund just goes, I think we found where the culprit is. Well, that's not creepy at all. What kind of blood is it? Earlier, Eklund, like, realized that it was some kind of rodent blood. Mm-hmm. Think of the same blood? Uh, you think so. Okay, um, so you're pretty sure you found the blood and the, and the, and the, and the razor, but, um, what do you want to do? I feel like we should take these, but then we shouldn't because the sheriff's going to be like, oh, hey, you have the blood stuff. You were under arrest or something. He already does trust us. Let's not give him more reasons to not. Yeah, you are right. We could always send someone over to get the sheriff and show him this. Good idea. So me, because I'm pretty sure the rest of us either, um... You're fast. Well, at least not Eklund. Let's not do Eklund. Yeah, I think, yeah, Azoth, I mean, Azotha's looks like a human. Yeah. Azotha and Alyrus can both look exactly human. Yep. Eklund and, and, and uh, Luther is a human, but he's also a scary human. And, um, Eklund and Anton has, uh, ha like, they, they both have some kind of feature that would make them messed up. And then the other, <laughs> Talia's got wings, so. Yeah. Yeah, she also, once again, might add, looks the least, looks the most harmless, not the least harmless. She doesn't look like she could hurt you. So, yeah, um, Talia, could you fly over to the sheriff's place real quick and get him? Yeah, sure. What's our cover story? Uh, we were, we, ignore me. <laughs> oh, please, I'm intrigued. Uh, words are hard. Yes, they are. Good. Let's say we were curious of um, what the damages were like on the uh, statue, and we decided to check it out for ourselves because we obviously did not commit it ourselves. Don't don't say that. That sounds bad. <laughs> sounds sounds like we're guilty. <laughs> exactly. Um, but say that we stumbled across the um, blood thing, even though we. Already knew about it. Again, words. I'm sure Asatha actually doesn't sound this uncertain and stuff, but <laughs> as a person, does I do not how, know how to make some form sentences. Apparently, 
<laughs> Birds are hard. Yes. I, I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it's hard to go to him and be like, oh, yeah, we know that, um... Anton says, Anton will speak up and say, well, I... It's certainly plausible to say that we went to check it out ourselves because we had been accused of the crime, and then you noticed the footprints, and they led you back here. Yep, exactly. And then we thought the proper thing to do was to alert the authorities. On the other hand, we might be confronted by the the owner of this property for following it, uh, you know, for coming onto his property, but I'm sure the sheriff can handle all of that. Yeah. All right. Yep, sounds like a plan. Oh, all right, then. Yeah. I'm off. Very well, then. So we'll all stay here while she flies off and does her thing. All right, you're making it sound like I'm going to go commit my own murder. <laughs> <laughs> Not my place to judge. As they say, never split the party. <laughs> I don't assure you I'm not. <laughs> oh, wait, I was joking about that, but uh, I assure you I'm not. I, I literally don't have a weapon that could kill a person. You should get a weapon that could kill a person, though, because you might need it. Zafa, that sounds so suspicious! <laughs> <laughs> well, we have been attacked by, like, really big blood-sucking things. You might need it sometimes. You can't just rely on the power of compliments your whole life, you know? Or bug spray. Eklund strikes. If the Earth Mother hath not gifted thee with, uh... The claws and fangs of your own store-bought is fine. <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Yep. I understood that reference. What did I do to deserve this group? <laughs> well, you recruited all of the players, so, um... Poor <laughs> Talia! Are, are you gonna fly over and, and do that while everyone else waits? Apparently! Okay. So, we're gonna follow Talia at first, but before we do so... Can I get well. everyone in the party to give me a stealth check? Um, why? Weird, dude. I got a 14. Uh, okay. 22. Okay. 26. Nice. Anton has a 9. Oh no. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Anton. Hey, shut up. Luther has a 14. Silver has a 16. So, yes. Talia flies off, and as she, as she's doing so, Anton kind of leans against the woodpile and dislodges a couple of the logs that, you know, roll down and kind of go thud, 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 thud. <laughs> Eklund just goes, Eklund just goes, great job, zombie. I am not a zombie. Rude, Eklund. You noticed, um, the party would notice this. I'm not sure if Anton and uh, Luther would, because they, they, we haven't known them as long. Mm -hmm. But Eklund is definitely blushing. He's got that, like, he has these, like, dark, dusty swirl patterns that go across him when he blushes. Okay. So lucky Talia's not there. Talia, you fly through, this, uh, through the town back over to the sheriff's office. Space unicorns! Um... <laughs> no. Yes! Oh, yes! Sure. <laughs> you know it and you know you do. I don't, but so you do. Anywho, you uh <laughs> you will arrive at the uh at the sheriff's office. It is by this point dark, but there is light coming in through the windows of the sheriff's office, so someone is in there. Before we do this, 
I'm going to offer a silent prayer to whatever god will listen. Please do not have me roll another crappy roll. <laughs> Did nothing. So you make your way inside? I mean, is the door, like, open, or do I need a knock? The door is closed, but... Uh, when I say open, like, you can just walk in. Probably. Alright! I can see how confident in this plan I am. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you open the door, and uh, you see Dungeon stand- sitting behind a desk, looking like he's filling out some sort of report. He looks up at you and goes, Can I help you with something? Um, yeah. Hold up, I need to remember, because apparently I can't remember anything. Our plan to tell him was... <laughs> what? One had a bloody razor blade and a bag of blood in this shack. <laughs> While, I guess. Yes, but you don't leave with that. Smart <laughs> thing Anton said. Like, he, he knows how to say words. It was basically... We had been checking out the statue... Monument? Mm-hmm. Monument. The monument, because we were, you know, confused about, you know, we had been blamed for it, so we are like, wait, what even happened? And basically did the, yo, wait, hold up, there are footprints. We were suspicious and confused. We followed them back, we found a shed, and uh, peeking inside, we saw a bloody razor and a bag of blood. That's basically what you decided on, yes. I can actually say this how Talia would now, and not me trying to remember. Not fill a role after I say this all. So, we had been curious about the monument that happened after what well, happened at it after you know you talked to us earlier today um so we went to check it out and we saw some footprints over there followed them back to a shed i don't exactly know who might have lived there but it was by someone's home and just poking our head in we saw that there was a, a bloody war razor and a bag of blood we thought it would be right to alert you guys well, you definitely should have alerted me. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy check. How long does that spell last? Because if I knew it, I might have cast that beforehand. What spell? It's called Enhanced Diplomacy. It would give me a plus two on diplomacy. Let me do check real fast. The duration is one minute or until discharged, or until used. I would say you could have cast it on yourself right before you came into into here and, and have it cast on yourself. So go ahead and give yourself a plus two. Alright. Diplomatizing? Mm-hmm. I'm good at this. Uh-huh. Let me roll good. Hey! So that was a 15 rolled for a total of uh, 24 with plus two makes it a 26. Okay. Um, so the sheriff looks at you and says, why don't you uh, lead me back to where you found this and we can uh, talk about it there. Or where are your friends right now? Um, they're over there. Awfully convenient. Why don't you lead on? I mean, I can fly. It would be faster for me to get here if it was just me. He just kind of nods. He grabs his hat, he grabs his long sword, and he grabs his long bow, and he follows you. So, I guide him. Okay. I, I, look, she's a trickster, but she's also an idiot. <laughs> you don't so trick the dude who you, could... Uh, while Talia's leading the sheriff back over to the shack, what is the party doing? as they are clustered around the woodshed, trying to be quiet. Yeah, I'm just, like, standing there, making sure that no one's coming. Okay. Probably eating bread. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eklund is poking around, trying to put the wood back into the pile where it had been before. 
but he's also, uh, ever, like, he keeps on looking at Anton in the beginning, this, like, this is your fault, so I'm putting this back together, but by the end, he has that weird expression he's had on his face for, uh, when, when they were discussing what he was. Okay. Alright. Um, I probably would make a remark to Eklund on something the lines of, ooh, like, tough boy's got a crush, or something along those lines. <laughs> <I'm> so- <laughs> Oh, Eklund so uh, uh, steps on his own foot, squares, and drops the pile of wood he's holding. Oh, there goes that self check. <laughs> all right, it is at this point that you actually all you all notice. I'm not even going to ask for a perception check that there is a sound coming from the house, and the door opens, and an old man who you all recognize, um, although Anton and Luther don't. Uh, steps out, and this is the home of Gibbs Hephaestus, who was the ringleader of the ringleader. of the guys who were trying to stop the burial for Lorimore. Shoot. Ooh, oddly. And, hmm. I'm also going to say right away, it's very good that Talia's not here now, because she would right away say something smug of, oh yeah, I won't let us bury, Lor- bury the professor, because you claim he's a necromancer, but going and, you know, painting blood on a memorial. You know? Yeah, that's totally not bad. Totally not cultish at all. That's what I was about. Yeah, you know, like she would be so mad. Yeah. Eklund's just Eklund's just turned dark, like dark brown by this point, and he's hoping very hard that um, Anton has not noticed his reaction to Azatha's comment. Well, we already know that you have a crush. Um. Do any of you have an a light source at the moment, or are you standing there more or less in the dark? Uh, I know Talia had light cast on her, but I don't think any of the rest of you had created illumination. No, Most I have, you have low some degree light. of low light vision yeah. or dark vision. Yeah, I have Anyways, low light right? vision, and I'm guessing there's at least some light by the moon. Hey, Alira, Al- Al- say the um the things you're typing in Roll Twenty and on the actual podcast. It does 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 the give dude see us? Um, he doesn't. So he's standing on his porch and he's looking out at there, but he doesn't seem to see you guys because, well, he's old. Yeah, he's human. He's human. He doesn't see well in the dark. But he definitely heard something. I'm going to try to stay mostly slow and maybe start creeping very, very slowly out of his sight. Well, just away in general. Okay. Clon just kind of lowers himself behind. He's near the pile of wood. He just drops down into a squat and shifts so that he's mostly hidden behind the wood. Well, I mean, clearly he heard something and he came out here. Well, before he tries to find out what the source of the noise was, my idea was maybe I could do the fox form and try to play it off as just some critter, you That's know? That's an ab- absolutely amazing idea. You should definitely say that. Brilliant. Yeah, do it. All right, then. I will change into my fox form and just, you know... Run away. Okay. So you run away in such a way that he clearly sees a fox running away from the woodpile. You know, I'm not even going to ask for a bluff check. I'm going to say that he just kind of looks at that and grumbles something about damn wildlife and uh, goes back into the house. It worked. Hey, you're... <laughs> Alira's is... Yellow's a genius. <laughs> Yay. Yes. What's your intelligence? Genius might be a little too kind. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit more time passes and Talia, you uh you make your way back over to the house with the sheriff following. 
And he says, "Not in the mood for conversation." So. No, but as you get up, get within sight, he says, "Is this the place?" No. This is Gibbs' house. That's strange. Who's Gibbs? Uh, he's a retired uh, warrior about these parts. He's a bit of a troublemaker, but mostly he keeps to himself and stays quiet. Wait, was he the dude who tried to stop us from burying the professor two days two days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday. I don't know time. Uh, I think I heard something about that. Uh, F- uh, Father Grimsborough mentioned it during the sermon this morning. Uh, Gibbs wasn't in church this morning, though. Echo just looks at the cult sign, whatever cult sign that is, and just goes, wonder why. <laughs> You're not hearing this yet. Oh, wait. Probably this is like just Polly and, 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 and the sheriff okay. at the moment. We get a nice little cart. We're going cartoony here. Her face is like red. We got a little bit of steam coming out. She's angry. All right. Why don't you, Why don't you show me where the uh, where you found this, and then we can go talk to Mister to Gibbs. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. Over there in the shed. I'll show him. Okay. So you lead him back over to where everyone else is waiting. Alira, I'm going to assume that you circled back and then change back into human form so that you're back with the rest of the party. All right. So he looks and says, "All right. So show me what you found." All right. Which one of you guys has the the, the stuff? Eklund just put points to the wood pile and goes, I already left it there. You know, we probably shouldn't mess with the evidence, right? That's smart of you. And the sheriff will, will go and he'll look and he'll say, well, that doesn't look good. Let's go talk to Mr. Gibbs. Eklund, uh, um, Eklund just goes, hey, Azatha, can I borrow your hat? Uh, no, I am a clear, <laughs> I'm clearly a normal human. You are definitely uh, almost a normal human. No, no, I, I don't like humans, like, wear their hats a lot outside. Yeah, I, I need this. <laughs> Hello there, fellow humans. I, too, am a no- totally normal human, just like all of you. <laughs> Echo just pulls up his hood and puts his glasses on, and then um, cracks it. he just cracks his knuckles. Yeah, five seconds before, I definitely wasn't staring off into space, and I heard, uh... Hey, can I borrow your hat? And that was my immediate reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, but I'm just gonna say maybe you should just stay back, Eklund. Why don't you all stand back? I'll I'll go talk to him. Hmm. But you stay stay nearby. She she flies back. You you can you guys know her. You can see she's angry. The sheriff goes up to the door, knocks. A little bit of time passes, and Gibbs opens and goes. uh... Benjamin, can I help you? He just addressed the sheriff as Benjamin. He did. He addressed the sheriff by name. Dang. Mm. Yes, Gibbs. Uh, these folks here, and he points back to you. Hi. Eklund just kind of moves so that Talia and Anton, who are like the most obviously not human without some kind of like, everyone else, even he has a disguise, but those two don't. He just kind of shifts in front of them, despite being an Anton. Hey. They found out in your shed. Well, and he holds them up. And Gibbs just kind of has a very puzzled look on his face, like, okay. Can, I Can you explain? From... What was that? I sense motive from a distance. Like, does that actually confuse, or is that like your fake confused expression? I'll let you make a sense motive check. All right, so I'm you know, would well. also like to do that. Okay. You can all make a sense motive check. Ten. Nine. Thirteen. Wow, we're rolling great, guys. Compared to you two, I did pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a seven. 
No, it it definitely seems genuine. Is this a definitely seems genuine or a we can't really read it, so we're assuming he's just being accurate? As far as you can tell, it seems genuine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and he's like, can you explain what these things were doing in your shed? And Gibbs says, no, I have no idea what those are. And why were they following tracks to my shed in any case? Didn't you hear about what happened last night? Well, I heard about Lorimore's funeral. I remember that. Mumble, mumble, curses and Sylvan. But <laughs> after after all of that happened, I came back here. I went to bed. I woke up this morning. I wasn't feeling very well, so I've been napping most of the afternoon. I've only been up for a couple of hours. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. About That's what that. matters. Why don't I believe him? Because you don't just sleepwalk and paint blood. And Benjamin says, "Well, I'm gonna take these, but." You didn't hear anything about what happened to the memorial. No. What happened to the memorial? It was vandalized last night. Someone painted a big letter V on it in blood. Are you suggesting that I did that? (laughs) Benjamin Collar, I have known you since you were a boy. You know that I take the service of people to this country very seriously. There is no way I would ever disrespect the memory of those fine servants that way. I'm... I'm shocked. Those fine servants? Public servants. And Benjamin just says, you can be shocked all you want, but it's my job to look into these things. I'm going to take this as evidence, but for now, we're just going to chalk this up to a open question. Oh no, Talia's now nervous. Because he seems to believe him-ish. That's what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And Gibbs shoots all of you just a death stare. Here's the other thing. The dude doesn't like us. No. We were wrong. (laughs) My friends were still there. And I... It doesn't take someone... It could take a a blind person could see. Talia doesn't like this dude. I mean, Eklund tried to tear out his throat at one point, so... I'm worried he might think that we planted this. Eklund goes, Sir, we weren't blaming anyone. We didn't know this was your house. We simply brought the sheriff to this location after uh, <clears throat> I followed a trail of footprints back uh, to this shed and found the blood. We were not trying to blame you in any way. We did not know you lived here. The sheriff was the one who revealed that detail. He kind of awkwardly cuts off, obviously having come to the end of his argument, and just pulls his hook back up. <laughs> and Gibbs just kind of looks at all of you and goes, I'll thank all of you, and he actually, at this point, he, he specifically is looking at the sheriff, all of you to leave my property now. We'll let you go. We'll be gone for now. And then the, Gibbs closes the door, and uh, the sheriff walks back over to all of you. I appreciate you taking all of the, bringing this to my knowledge. Not enough evidence for me to do anything right now, but we'll definitely be keeping an eye open. Yeah, no problem. Eklund just nods his thanks. So he will start to walk back to town. Uh, he is taking the war razor and the and the, 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 the water skin with blood in it with him. What are all of you doing? So we should uh, probably head back for the night. Eklund goes, anyone mind if I stalk the sheriff? Uh, yes. yes, we all I mind. will! <laughs> he already doesn't trust us. 
Because the dude is carrying a war razor and a bag of blood now. Shouldn't we? Because see it's evidence. Yeah, Didn't... and he might use that against all theories. Us. He could have planted that here and known that we would go get him. And he might think that we planted it there. So we probably shouldn't fig um, follow him even more. He already doesn't like us. We were wrong. And he has to wait and obvious. see what happens. You and me don't like this dude. We just need to go. You go back to Kendra's, and you're coming inside this time. It just goes fine. Mm -hmm. And Anton and Luther are like, well, I think we will retire to the inn for the night, but uh, yeah. we should all meet up in the morning. Um, I think it's definitely worth perhaps investigating a little bit more about uh, about the prison and what happened there. Yes. I like that idea. Cool. So, when we get back, let's do something to clear our minds. Something more positive when I get back to Kendra's. Not just the god, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One's gonna suggest a circle of secrets. Now, uh, you guys will walk back up the up the road. Um, it's not that far actually from here. Over back over to Kendra's, and Antonin, Luther, and Silver will continue on back to town and head back to the Outward Inn. Alright, Eklund. Leaving the four of you uh, at Kendra's home. Cool. What do you guys do I when see. you get there? So we go in. Eklund. I immediately like check to see if Kendra's there because I have not forgotten that song from earlier. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, the daughter. Why the daughter in the bed? Oh Exactly. Gosh. I don't want her to be murdered in, in her sleep. <laughs> I forgot about that. Alright. <laughs> so you uh, get back to the house and um, Kendra is not on the first floor when you guys get there. But after the door opens and, you know, there's a chime as the door opens, she comes down the stairs and looks at you and says, I've been going through father's papers. How was, how was your day? I kind of let out a breath that I've been holding. Like, oh, okay, good, she's not dead. Should I be? No, you're fine, that's what matters. We just heard a disturbing song. What song? Uh... I don't know, Talia likes singing and dancing. She might remember the words, you know, she doesn't understand them. Oh, that, that's, that's just a song that children have, uh, skipped rope to for, oh, since I was a little girl, at least. About murder. Yeah, Eklund goes, according to Anton, it's describing at least two homicides. Yes, I mean, put her body on the bed, take a knife and lop her head, watch the blood come out the pipe, feeds the sturges so nice and ripe. Drops of red so sparkly bright, splatters spell her name just right. With the hammer killed his wife, now he wants to claim your life. Trixie father tells a lie, listen close or you will die. I mean, yes, it's a it's a terribly grim song, but... Do they teach that to children? Yeah, I goes, where did Well, not in school, it? but it's, it, it's those things that you hear from older children as you're growing up, and it just gets passed down. I mean, I'm... Uh, um, you know, there are some disturbing uh, songs I've heard. I'm sung a few myself, but that I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna be doing a fun game with to. All right, you know what? Fine, fine. Uh, but I'm really. We've had a bit a weird day. Oh, what what all has happened? I thought you were just going to the end. Well, we were, and uh, things changed a lot. 
Um, so we went to the tavern, uh, met up with our friends, Anton and Luther. Uh, got chill with them, talked with them a bit. Eklund, I will come back to you in a second. She has a mischievous glint in her eye. Um, Eklund just saw- is there any food in the area? I have bread. I mean, like, meat. Because he's pulling, um, Zarkwin out of his bag, like, making- mumbling some excuse about getting her some food and glaring at Talia as oh, he leaves. Oh, um, one moment. Kentra will reach into her skirts and pull out a wand, activate the wand, and then say, um, go ahead and prepare dinner. Okay. Oh, wand of Unseen Servant? Or she just knows Unseen Servant? You don't know. Okay. It, it's an Unseen Servant, though. <laughs> yep. We know that. We, we learned that a few a few episodes ago. I mean, you're, you're, you, it seems like she is activating a wand. Okay. Um, and you hear noise then coming from the kitchen. We do, so so uh, you went to the inn, and then? Uh, we decided to go back to... Well, we went to the tavern. We decided to go back to their room for a little bit to chat. We were on our way to go check out the Zippa Dippa Memorial. Yeah. Uh, but uh, weird things. Sturges? Sturges? Or bugs. Why? Must... Wait, why Why were you going to the memorial? We had... Uh, oh, right. The sheriff had basically approached us. And was like, where were you guys last night? Because uh, things happened, and you know, we were like, oh yeah, we were just all inside of your house. Hence why I'm making sure Eklund's actually sleeping in here tonight. Yes, he he was here and asked about all of you uh, earlier today. But you know, we're doing that, uh, you know, so we're confused. We're going there. We fight Sturges. We save some people's lives. Mm-hmm. We're alive, right? What? Well, I left halfway through the battle, so you know. Yeah, no one died. Yeah, they, they lived. Alright, alright. And then, what happened was, uh, we went there, we found some tracks, we followed them. Apparently, it was the stupid dude who was, you know, the leader of the band of idiots trying to stop us from burying the professor. Wait, you found tracks leading from the memorial that led to Gibbs's home? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill him. And she's just... No! No, Eklund, Eklund literally jumps her from behind, like, no. Trust me, I want to as well. I'm well, we mad. don't have any blood but on her hands yet. Sheriff but... believes that he has no idea what happened. I helped. Hmm? Sorry. Oh, I mean, nothing, just, it's fine. I'm gonna kill him, jeez, Kendra. <laughs> He said that he didn't know what happened after last night. He just felt bad that morning, was sleeping almost all day. Um, but yeah, we found like a bloody war razor and a bag of blood in a shed. That's where the trails led. We don't know. I'm mad too. Trust me. Okay. Yeah, so we got a day. I see that. Well. And I, I want to do something enjoyable. There's food on the way. You're certainly welcome to having something to drink. I want to mention, how tall is Kendra? Uh, probably about 5'7". Okay, so she's about Eklund's height, so he just, uh, he, he just, like, uh, he just reaches out and, like, hesitantly kind of takes her hand, and he goes, let's not be proving any children's rhymes today, okay? I don't think there's a children's rhyme about killing a dude. Murderer! I can make one. <laughs> oh god, Talia! I've been hanging out with a bunch of bards! <laughs> I, I certainly don't plan on being murdered today. He goes, no, not you. Don't kill Gibbs. He goes, I don't want you murdered either, but don't, please don't kill anyone. Not literally going to kill him. Because admittedly, I tried to slit his throat already this week, but... Yes. Even if we really want to... 
Is there oh. anything else I can do for you then tonight? Um, right now, I think we're okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back upstairs. There's a lot of. Father had a lot of books. Yeah. Actually, oh, question. Yes. Do you think tomorrow I could look through those books with you? Of course. Or just browse some of the books? You know, see if he has any answers to some of the questions I've had for a long time. Of course. Yes, no. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, not, not a problem. All right, then. And Thank then you. she will go upstairs. Back upstairs. Declan. Um, Eklund, who has got a scrap of food and is kind of half-teasing Zarkwin with it, is just, like, totally ignoring her. <laughs> oh, and just for the record, I have hung up my hat somewhere. We'll steal your cat if you don't pay attention to me. Smiling, but he goes, what, fairy? So about that conversation we had at the tavern. <laughs> you have a crush. <laughs> you don't even lie, you're just gonna embarrass yourself more. You have a crush. I know this. Eklund's just petting the cat like a frigging Bond villain. <laughs> I want to know who it is. Still. You can't make me talk, fairy. You can try. There are a lot of things I can do. Azafa has settled into a chair and is watching the drama. <laughs> Come on, you can trust us. Tell us. <laughs> He's now, like, zipping over to him, like, shaking his shoulder. <laughs> You notice that the minute she touches him, he just free—he practically freezes like an ice sculpture and is just staring at her hand. His shorts gonna shatter into a million pieces. <laughs> spill, 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 spill. I'll, um, I don't know. I'll buy you an expensive bottle of whiskey if you do. <laughs> he just goes all needed after confessing. Confessing what? All right, so you're going to confessing what? Tell us. <laughs> Oh, there is nothing you can do that would make that would convince me to tell you anything. Safa has a um, bag of popcorn from who knows where. <laughs> <laughs> the unseen servant puts a bag of popcorn in front of you. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Eklund hits it with Eklund hits it with his sling. Jeez. It's what? <laughs> the popcorn with his sling. You'll get a very amazing shot while you're being shaken by a fay. <laughs> oh. Tell me! Please, 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 please. My willpower cannot be broken. Please. Eklund just like, Eklund just like petting this cat. Not much like a Bond villain, but more like a comfort object now. Tell <laughs> her. You'll make me really happy if you do. <laughs> just because I don't think I will. I think you will. I think, they'll be, I think they'll be sad. I'm guessing this is going to go on for like 15 more minutes. Possibly. Um. <laughs> I'll give you bread. This has the sad look on his face. He just goes, honestly, I think it'll depress you. I, I assure you, I don't get depressed easily. <laughs> There's totally a slight pint of panic behind her eyes. He just, he just goes, why don't we just play 20 questions? I understand that you will keep asking me this forever. Tell me. And I understand you will find me drunk and force the answer out of me in a situation where I have no control over what I say. So then you should do it one get Or never drink again. And just tell it to me when you're sober, because, uh, buddy, you get drunk a lot. Then he just goes, Talia, it's you. Oh, I have to fix 
figure out how she's gonna react to this. <laughs> well then, don't we think about think about how you want to react to that and take a week to consider it. Oh, no. Pause there. We just leave them on that cliffhanger. Okay. <laughs> so, until next time, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrion Crown, The Haunting of Harrowstone was written by Michael Cortez. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at the Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes or Google Play. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.